Paratooth Radio is a proud member of Evergreen Podcasts on KillerPodcast.com. Christian and non-Christian paranormal investigators. They have two different views, and it seems as if neither of them can ever agree on anything. So what happens when a mainstream view of the paranormal crosses paths with the Christian view? <laughs> Something What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to a brand new episode of Paratruth Radio. My name is Justin. And I'm Eric. And tonight, uh, we got a really interesting topic. Uh, it was something that Eric brought to my attention, and I think it's really relevant right now because of what's been going on with the pandemic, uh, just because there's an unknown thing going on with uh, governmental uh employees uh within the cia uh and a couple of other agencies but what i found interesting about this is it's causing issues with the brain um so eric i wanted you to go into the the article that you found in and we can kind of discuss what we came across Right. So this particular article comes from artstechnica.com. It just kind of, or arstechnica.com, A-R-S technica. Uh, and it's just kind of popped up on my feed. Uh, you know, we get like, if you have iPhone or any smartphone, you probably get a news feed. Uh, and lately I've been getting some pretty interesting ones. So this one popped up and had, like Justin said, I had to send it to him. And the the title just really it was interesting to me is the title was mysterious health attack cases rise to 130 us officials confirm and the thing about this health attack is of course that it's mysterious i had to know more right so basically what we're hearing here or reading in this particular case is that there's this thing known as the as havana syndrome uh and it's something that usually uh it causes a number of different symptoms. Uh, they can be anything from dizziness to nausea, headaches, balance problems, ringing in the ears, nosebleeds, uh, difficulty concentrating or recalling words, even permanent hearing loss and speech problems. Uh, now, what's really interesting about this is that as of late, there's been reported up to now over 130 documented cases of this, and yet nobody knows what's really happening. However, there is speculation by the U.S. Uh, in particular because this is mainly happening to government officials. Uh, and in particular, the last three were CIA officers. And it's believed that somebody might be using microwave weapons uh, to target individuals and create this Havana syndrome. Now, we don't know what the long-term effects are but the short-term effects are those that I've already previously stated. And what's interesting even more so is that when there, when these symptoms occur, it, you know, it, obviously anyone who's had any of these symptoms uh, could probably relate and understand what it's like, but it happens out of nowhere. And then all of a sudden it just stops. And there's really no indication as to why. 
And so now it's just like everybody's buckling down and trying to figure out who is causing this. And of course, a lot of uh, fingers are being pointed to one main country, and that is, of course, Russia. Because for some reason, when it comes to this type of weaponry, Russia's got to be the first to blame. Maybe it's true. Maybe it's not. But that is the current speculation. What I thought was interesting about this even more so, though, is that it really falls into a conspiracy. Because how do we know that it's Russia that's to blame and perhaps not the U.S. itself or some other country who's testing this out willingly uh, with participants involved like within the U.S. government? Uh, somebody knows something out there, but nobody knows what uh, or why for that matter. Um, now, it seems like most of these people uh, uh, have had like very quick recoveries from these symptoms, but others have been left with long-term debilitating effects. Now, this article doesn't go into what exactly those long-term effects are, but I'm assuming it's probably the permanent hair loss or speech problems. Um, so we don't know if it's causing some sort of seizure, perhaps, or something else that's obviously targeting the mind in particular, the brain, uh, since all of these things, the headaches, dizziness, nausea, balance problems are all located within the brain, the ears, within the head, basically. Uh, mm -hmm. So I know there's not a lot of information on what exactly microwave weapon technology is or how it works, but it's something that we have heard over the years relatively regularly. Uh, and it's becoming more regular as time goes on. And of course, there's always new weapons coming about uh, between nuclear and, you know, this microwave technology and various, uh, uh, various like chemical weapons and things like that. So I, I think the big thing is going to be what is microwave weaponry and how does it work? And I don't know if that's something we're going to be able to figure out tonight but hopefully it's something we'll be able to figure out soon and bring it to you guys. So one thing that I did find is that uh, there is a weapon that is has been developed by the Pentagon, uh, a micro, deadly microwave weapon uh, that's undetectable. And they developed this weapon uh, to shoot down drones. Now, I mean, there's been experimentation as early as 1960s with microwaves uh, and how it can affect the brain. And that's, you know, that's something you've kind of heard throughout the years we've had, like, microwave ovens. You know, if you stand too close, you're going to have brain damage or you're going to have health effects. And, I mean, part of that is it's it's radiation, microwave radiation. Um, but it's interesting that we're trying to blame Russia, but we are experimenting and doing things with in our own military against these things. Or with right. these things, sorry. Um, but that was what was fascinating to me was that they are, you know, they're claiming that it's Russia, which I would love to see the the evidence that they're saying the reason why they think it's Russia. It doesn't go into detail in this article. 
Um, but uh, it was Dr. Uh, Frey, Alan Frey, who originally started this um, experimentation in 1961 with the, the effect of microwave on auditory systems. So I, I had to look this up because I'm like, you know, I've kind of, I've, I swear I've heard that the U.S. is is experimenting with microwave weapons too, and yeah, lo and behold, Pentagon is doing that. So, is it that you know we've developed it, um, and it, the article even goes into state that there's uh, reports that China might have used microwave weapons against Indian troops in 2020 as well. So, yeah, well, you know, and the thing is, in most cases, when we read up on it, we're, we're hearing that or reading that uh, these are this is some sort of microwave technology that's being used. But it is actually highly debatable as to whether or not that's the actual weapon. Uh, mm -hmm. there are other possibilities. Uh, some of those, many of those possibilities have not been released. Uh, for some reason, microwave uh, weaponry is the number one, takes the number one slot and has really taken up the, uh, really the primary, is the primary concern here. Uh, I don't know what exactly other possibilities are here other than maybe a type of poisoning uh, or other type of radiation uh, encounters that these people have had, whether or not they've all been to the same place, the same building, and that's why uh, they're all experiencing this. What I find weird, though, is even if it is microwave technology, and this is something, obviously, I don't know, I've never really researched it before uh, this week, is that apparently this technology is very must be at least very like accurate it's very it's got to be very pinpoint because it's only affecting certain individuals in public spaces but seemingly isn't affecting anybody else uh like around them so in one story in particular uh in this article actually is that there was a man who was parked at a red light i believe he had his baby in the back seat all of a sudden he started experiencing these dizzy spells and getting nauseous and the baby started crying uh, hysterically. Uh, and this went on for a couple of minutes and then suddenly it just stopped. He felt better all of a sudden and the baby instantly stopped crying. And so there's belief that both of them were targeted by this radiation or this weaponry. Uh, now, I don't know, obviously we don't know what this looks like, the government, whoever's working on it, has kept it pretty well under wraps. Uh, so there's not even an indication other than a couple of conspiracies or maybe a few uh, few artistic renderings of what this weapon might look like. Uh, but whether or not this is something that's actually handheld or something that's maybe produced from in space through satellites, uh, you know, we really don't know. And we don't know what other effects it can have. Like, obviously, this is targeting individuals, uh, especially in the, with their head uh, and their brain, stuff like that. But how much more damage could it do on a bigger level? Uh, my guess is that these cases aren't necessarily directed to CIA agents and other government officials 
because of what they're doing, uh, because of their work or anything like that. But I think it's specifically directed towards them so that who's ever testing it can tweak it and make it on a much bigger scale for future uh, war weaponry, possibly. So something else that I looked up that we can kind of maybe try and say it's not these weapons. There are a couple of disorders that cause similar things to happen. Not exactly all of them together, but um, some of the things that cause dizzy spells are low blood sugar, uh, low blood pressure, or sometimes even high blood pressure. Uh, anemia, dehydration, heat exhaustion, anxiety, or panic disorders, and medication side effects. Uh, some of the other things that I came across are uh, vertigo. Vertigo can cause uh, dizziness, uh, sometimes nausea, uh, but usually with vertigo, uh, it has to do with uh, uh, injury to the head, inner ear disorders, uh, damage during ear surgery or unnatural positioning on your back for extended periods like lying in a dentist chair. Um, something that was very close to this was Meniere's disease. And uh, Meniere's uh, disease affects the inner ear. Uh, some of the symptoms are muffled hearing, a feeling of fullness in the ear, ringing in the ears, hearing loss and loss of balance. Uh, sometimes dizziness. Uh, couple of the others here, which uh, I mean, I think this is kind of a little bit of a stretch for some of these, but um, vestibular migraines can cause some of these symptoms, such as dizziness or vertigo, nausea, um, sensitivity to light and sound. Uh, usually it doesn't cause ringing in the ears though. So that's kind of a, a not part of that. Uh, orthostatic hypotension, uh, TIA or stroke. And that's pretty much it that I came across. But here's the thing with that in particular. Um, we keep using in particular. It's a little odd. Um, but uh, it's not all of the, all of those wouldn't all of a sudden f affect 130 people um, especially with rising cases of, of this thing happening. I mean it kind of started in 2016 so over the years 130 cases could possibly be all uh, people having something like any one of those situations happening, but when it's uh, targeting specific people, such as people in the CIA or people that work in U.S. agencies, um, it does you know it really does raise red flags, right. Yeah, you know, and the thing is, though, that despite all those possibilities, it still seems like the majority 
points toward these microwave attacks. And there's actually, uh, there's actually been a time in the past where microwave attacks have been uh, the cause, or at least believed to be the cause. In fact, uh, a committee of experts, well, first, let me put this out so everyone understands exactly what a microwave weapon does because uh, we haven't actually talked about that yet. And one of the leading hypotheses points to this microwave weapon that's capable of creating beams uh, of pulsed radio frequencies at targets, which cause these auditory sounds uh, and brain injuries. So this is a pulse frequency. Um, now, a committee of experts assembled by the National Academies of Sciences, Engineers, and Medicine concluded it in a report last year uh, that directed POS RF energy is the most plausible mechanism to explain all of these incidents. Now, many doctors and scientists have supported the microwave attack hypothesis as well. In fact, among them is Dr. Ellen Frey, who in 1961 discovered the Frey effect. Uh, also known as the microwave auditory effect. Now, Frey not only thinks it's possible that a microwave weapon could have been uh, the weapon to, you know, that explains these cases, uh, but he also has a reason to believe that Russia may have developed such technology, or at least had tried to. Uh, basically, shortly after Frey identified the auditory phenomenon, he was invited to visit and lecture at the Soviet Academy of Sciences. He says, and I quote, they had me visiting the various labs and discussing the problems, including the neural impacts of microwaves. Uh, this is something that Dr. Frey told the Times in 2018. Uh, he goes on to say, I got an inside look at their classified program. However, Russia wasn't the only country looking into this type of technology at the time. The U.S. Navy funded the development of a crowd of of a crowd controlled device uh, called the Medusa, mob access deterrent using silent audio, uh, which relied on the Frey effect. The Pentagon also developed a related weapon called the active denial system, which it touted in a video as a non-lethal weapon system, which disrupts, which disrupts hostile activities. Now, of course, still there are some scientists that are skeptical that microwave weapons could explain this mysterious incidence. Uh, but nonetheless, there seems to be some sort of, uh, at least some sort of evidence pointing towards the possibility that this microwave technology does exist and is capable of creating these, uh, uh, these auditory issues. Hmm. A lot, I mean, a lot of the stuff, it, it's hard to, to really say for sure, because I mean, I, I honestly don't know, I don't have enough scientific background to say that this could be 100% what's going on. Right. Um, well, and here's the other thing, though, because, you know, it's it's like there's a lot of this. You know, obviously, what I just what I just told everybody, uh, there's clearly some sort of evidence. Uh, the evidence that supports the theory that it's not a microwave weapon isn't very well. It just isn't a lot. There isn't a lot. Like it's it's very minuscule. Um, mm. You know, there's a, a person by the name of Cheryl Rofer, 
uh, I think that's how you pronounce her last name. Uh, she's a former chemist at the Los Alamos National Laboratory. Uh, she wrote in foreign policy that the public evidence backing the hypothesis of a microwave weapon is exceedingly weak. A University of Cincinnati neurologist, Alberto J. Espe told the Washington Post in 2018 that microwave weapons is the closest equivalent in science to fake news. Now, in addition to microwaves, scientists have speculated that the cases could actually be explained by mass psychogenic illness, essentially a collective delusion, as well as irritating noises from crickets, malfunctioning surveillance equipment, or overexposure to pesticides. Uh, now, three of those things just seems kind of weird to me, like air, you know, irritating noises from crickets, malfunctioning surveillance equipment, or overexposed pesticides. I mean, that seems a little like a far stretch. What's interesting, though, to like really interesting to me is that they mentioned it and didn't go into much detail, is that these cases could be explained by mass psychogenic illness, or essentially a collective delusion. But they don't talk about what those that collective delusion could be or how a psychogenic illness is even portrayed on a grand number of people. Like this has to be some other type of work uh, happening within the government or with through another country. Um, now, of course, we don't know, you know, what everybody goes through who's working in certain areas or certain sectors of the government. Uh, only a few of these people seem to have been CIA agents that were affected, but there are other government officials affected as well, uh, where they all sat down at a certain meeting at some point, and you know, were they hypnotized or something? Did they did they have to uh, stare into some sort of device that would later uh, project these whatever these audible issues or the, these headaches and all that? Uh, is it some sort of hypnotic? thing with a simple flash of a light or a sound could trigger these 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 uh you know the these irritations we don't mm. know but it's plausible i suppose based on all the things that we've heard about and the things that we've even, even talked about in the past you know the men who stare at goats is a prime example there right using or trying to use uh psych psych psychic abilities you know to uh in war efforts and, and whatnot. So who knows? I mean, obviously the government is trying things that are both semi-normal, but also abnormal and even closer to paranormal to try to up or change the, the war game, or at least the way that they do their jobs. Right. Well, uh, something that kind of popped in my head while you were talking about that uh, was the fact that uh you know we're, we're saying they think it's russia um but we're also bringing up the fact that we are doing experimentation with microwave weapons on our end in the u.s as well uh something that we've done in the past the government has done in the past and has openly come to admit this was uh the project mk ultra and for those that don't know what that is, MKUltra was experimentation um, done by the U.S. government to 
try and see the effects of long-term effects of LSD on the brain. Uh, they were trying to use it for brainwashing experimentation, uh, psychological torture, uh, just to see what the, the effects would be. Um, there were some some people that came out um, saying that they were also doing this to bring about latent psychic abilities and there was there was a lot of of different stuff that went on with it as well electroshock therapy hypnosis sensory deprivation isolation uh verbal and sexual abuse and there you know the list kind of goes on and on and this list you know you know or this concept rather was also kind of the basis for uh strange is it strange or stranger things on stranger netflix things. okay um it, it was kind of the basis for that show as well because uh, I believe it's Eleven is her name, mm-hmm. uh, is an experiment where from the MK Ultra po- project and it's it, it's a fascinating thing um, as far as what effects happened and stuff like that as far as the MK Ultra not Stranger Things, um, but. I don't know why, but that kind of jumped in my head was the the, the MK Ultra project and how that I mean this could truly be something that the U.S. has done by accident, even. Right. I mean, absolutely. It could that could be exactly uh, the case. I mean, it it's possible that these uh, could be failed experience, uh, experiments. And now these people are suffering from it and it's become this conspiracy and people pointing fingers. And of course that could lead to what it seems like every country wants anymore is more war, right. uh, you know? <laughs> uh, and why is that? I mean, there's, I mean, it's kind of controversial uh, because a lot of money goes into war, but you also make money out of war. Uh, mm. So, you know, who knows what the reasoning is behind it all? Uh, you know, unfortunately, I think for those of us on the outside and really thank goodness we're on the outside, uh, are just kind of stuck on the outside. You know, we were, we're just spectators looking in, trying to understand, uh, through kind of a fun mirror, you know, not everything is as it seems to be, uh, and yet some of those things might be too true. Mm. We just don't know and possibly will never know. In a world infatuated with comic fandom comes a show to help us remember the talents that have inspired us. Whoa, 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 cut. Oh, come on. It wasn't that bad. It's a bit dramatic. Let's just tell them about the show, guys. We are the Canned Air Podcast. Join us weekly for a comedic trip through pop culture. We also welcome some cool comic creators, as well as some of the voice and screen actors that help shape your childhood. Find us on cannedairpodcast.com and on the Evergreen Podcast Network. Well, and I, you know, I would love to have a government official or somebody who's worked in the CIA or in any of these experimentations too to come on and say, "Hey, no, there was no intentional things happening, but it is possible we accidentally did this or didn't do right. this." Um. So we can probably kind of cover this a little bit more in, in uh, 
the second half of the show here, but in going over all of the stuff, what are your thoughts as far as plausibility that this is a an actual attack over maybe scientific uh, experiment gone wrong? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's really hard to say. Um, you know, like, and I don't know if it's so much experimentation gone wrong because I, th I think these attacks are actually experimentations to begin with, if they are attacks. Uh, but you know, there there isn't much information on the individuals who are suffering the symptoms, and there's probably a reason for that. But my question is, is there a possibility that they were all in the same place either at the same time or at some point uh, where they were initially afflicted? Uh, and this could be a, just a, like you said, a complete accident. This could be something, uh, you know, like people working with paints in the past that end up causing cancer, you know, or some mm. sort of, you know, certain inks and metals and stuff like that. They think of asbestos poisoning, uh, you know way back people didn't know you can get cancer from asbestos and now people right. are suffering uh now I, from what i understand i don't think the majority of these people are very old so whatever the effects are uh you know they're happening to young people which me or younger people at least which means they're happening quick uh which i think is why some would think that this could be some sort of attack because they're happening just you know out of nowhere out of the blue and they're happening fast. Uh, even when you think of uh, astronauts who go out into space, who are on the moon, the amount of radiation that they are dealing with, you know, they can end up with brain cancer uh, later on in their lives very easily. Like that's how much radiation they're taking in when they're outside of the, the safety of the Earth's atmosphere. Uh, but that's again happening many 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 years decades down the line mm. we're not talking about decades here we're talking about something that's happening within a couple of years at least you know or at the most i should say uh or less so you know don't know right well the one thing i love about this article though is that they've got two very old school cars in front of the U.S. Embassy in Havana. Um, just because, to me, the, the way that this feels, uh, like I had mentioned, you know, the Project MK Ultra uh, goes back to 1950s, 1960s. And so it, it was kind of funny to see that there was these, these very older cars in there. Um, but getting back to the article... Um, yeah, I, I I wish we had more evidence on this. Um, mm -hmm. Unfortunately, it was just this one article. Uh, I'm, but don't get me wrong, it did get me to look into what else could be causing it. Um, you know, the experimentation with microwave weapons, because I really didn't know a whole lot about it. Um, and then you know the the MK Ultra project kind of popped in my head, so right. it it is a very interesting thing, especially like I said at the beginning, us being still in this pandemic, and 
people still have having these health problems. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think this can be linked to COVID-19, uh, but weirder things have happened. So, but we're going to take a quick break, folks. You've been listening to Paratruth Radio. We will be right back right after Eric's random fact of the day and a quick commercial. Now, Eric's random fact of the day. Did you know that a company once made bubblegum-flavored broccoli? That's right. According to ReadersDigest.com, that company was McDonald's. You've heard it. McDonald's. I'm sure this interesting fact probably has your taste buds crawling. And, unsurprisingly, the attempt to get kids to eat healthier didn't go so well with child testers, who were, of course, confused by the taste. Thankfully, McDonald's scrapped their idea and left us with their delicious fries. This was Eric's random fact of the day. There are spirits everywhere, watching, waiting seeking that opportune time to reveal themselves like no other. They fill our worlds with so much. Seriously? You didn't just do that. You farted on the promo? What's wrong with you? I thought you were a professional. Go away. Go. I, I got it. I got it. Hey everybody, it's Brian Bowden, host of Nobo Boomy, where we explore deep inside the Goblin universe. We have an amazing show that covers the paranormal, conspiracies, music, art, entertainment, trending topics, and so much more. Please join us by subscribing to the show on Podbean at InsideTheGoblinUniverse.Podbean.com, on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and everywhere you find podcasts. It's an informative, fun, and overall entertaining good time, and uh, we'll keep the gas to ourselves. Why don't you burp next time? Someone give me Brian Anderson. Welcome back to Paratruth Radio. My name is Eric. And I'm Justin. And we have been talking about a number of mysterious health problems uh, or health attacks, as it's stated, uh, in, in terms of cases rising to 130, uh, which has been officially confirmed by U.S. officials. Now, these attacks, many have said, are similar to Havana syndrome, where people are suffering from a number of symptoms, as in dizziness, nausea, headaches, uh, balance problems, ringing in the ears, nosebleeds, difficulty concentrating, recalling words, and permanent hair loss and speech problems. Uh, hearing loss, not hair loss, hearing loss. And probably, I mean, if it's hair, hair loss, loss, I've got plenty of that later. going on in the ears. So yeah. I might have <laughs> Havana syndrome. <laughs> um, you know, and it's, it's a really weird case. Uh, but one that I thought we needed to just bring up, you know, we don't do conspiracy stuff very often, uh, nor do we do political stuff. I don't know if this would really be considered political per se. Um, obviously, there's a lot of people pointing fingers in different directions. Uh, Russia, Cuba, China. Everything's pointed <laughs> everywhere than at themselves, right? That's what everybody's doing. Right. Um, so 
you know, I don't know. It, it's, it's a really weird thing. And right now, all we have is 130 cases with no evidence to support the theories. Um, it, you know, it's, it's just weird. Like, we, we don't know. Like, we say, you know, the, we have these specialists saying it's most likely microwave weapons. Um, and I am concerned as to how much or why they think it's weapon, like microwave weapons, because clearly they have to know a significant amount of information on microwave weapons to believe that it's microwave weapons, which means somebody, the U.S. and other countries have been testing it for a very long time to know what the symptoms would be. Um, and if they're testing it, they're testing it on things like animals and even more so probably humans um, to really make sure that, or see what the effect is. Whether those participants are willing, who knows? These all could be, 130 cases could be unwilling participants. Uh, right. And now they're pointing, you know, whoever is pointing fingers to try to keep the blame off themselves and turn eyes uh, to kind of deceive people. Uh, I think the biggest thing for me uh, is it says varied symptoms, but I almost would wonder if there were several of them that had all of the symptoms. Uh, yeah, uh, depending I don't on know. their health, you know, I guess. Unfortunately, a lot of these are just they're 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 under kept under wraps. They're top secret. Uh, right. You know, we we know what the symptoms are. We know that there are 130 cases. We know that there have been. Uh, three as of recent. Um, but aside from that, there's no more information for us to know. This is all internal now. Um, and will probably remain that way for an inevitably long time. Uh, you know, it, I mean, it's a lot like those UFO cases that have been kept under wraps and secret files for how long? And then they release documentation so many years later and not even all the documentation, only some document documentation popped up. Uh, but there's been talks about them releasing more in the near future. And that's something like this, in this case too, is probably going to happen. They're probably going to log all this info, keep it secret until somebody finally spills the beans or they just figure, oh, okay, now it's okay for the public to know what really happened. Um, and of course, the problem is with the government, not just our, the U.S. government, all governments, is when they finally release that information, we as citizens don't know if that information is even accurate. It could just be more information to mislead the public from really understanding what happened. Right. I mean, we've seen that with the 1947 Roswell incident, where the military mm. originally said it's a UFO and then came back a day or two later and said, oh, no, it's just a weather balloon. I mean, that sounds like a quick cover up there. And I think most everybody believes it was a cover up, cover up including Jesse Marcel Jr., who we spoke to, uh, the son mm. of Jesse Marcel, who found the, 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 uh, the accident site uh, and pulled some of the wreckage uh, first on scene. Well, I, I think the biggest thing with that, though, is relatively speaking, it was a UFO because they didn't know what it was. So, and I'm not saying I, I think that it was anything other than a flying saucer or, or uh, extraterrestrial craft, but 
I'm sure from a government perspective, originally it was a UFO. When they finally do investigations, they can say, well, it was just a weather balloon. Uh, we weren't sure. Now we know for sure. And that, <laughs> and that's right. that. But, and, but you know what, like, but that's just that they want you to actually believe that. Right. Like they, every, they all know. The world, not just the American public, but the, the citizens of the world believe that there's UFOs or aliens out there. And anyone who uses the term UFO uses the word UFO as a way to explain alien life forms flying around in vehicles. Right. We know that. The government knows that. So the fact that they would even go out of their way to say, oh, yeah, it's a UFO. And then come back and say, oh, no, it wasn't a UFO. It was just a weather bloom. I mean, people aren't that gullible. Like they screwed up. They made a mistake. Um, I just, nobody, I mean, yeah, we use it often, right? You know, we do when we're talking about that kind of stuff. We're like, oh yeah, it's a, it was an unidentified flying object. Mm-hmm. But anyone that we talk to who isn't like you and I, or the government, I guess, <laughs> uh, who says UFO or th- here's the word UFO is like, oh God, yeah, aliens. I believe in those. Right. Yeah, it it's definitely a a conundrum for sure because you know as I'm kind of rereading the the symptoms and stuff when I when I see uh, hard time re, uh, recalling words speech problems it kind of reminds me of a stroke a little bit not mm-hmm. saying that that's what actually probably happened um, but then the doctor's saying uh, that it's troubling data uh, because it's suggesting injury to widespread brain networks without an associated history of head trauma. And that, to me, screams um, conspiracy of some kind. Right. Because if doctors cannot, and by that wording, they, they're saying they cannot determine what would cause head trauma, but from not any known history of head trauma, <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, you're right. It's just, it's weird. You know, it's, again, it, it has to be. If not specific, uh, if not a specific weapon, it has to be that these people were all in the same place. Maybe not at the same time, but in the same place where there's some sort of radiation or some sort of some sort of uh, test going on here. Because again, this is only happening to government officials, mm-hmm. people working within the government. Right. This isn't happening to civilians. So these people are seemingly being targeted. Uh, now, whether or not they're actually targeted, we don't know. But the fact that it's remaining in a specific type of family here uh, says a lot. And it's suspicious, for sure. Right. All right. So, I, I'm i not sure where we're to come down here. Because to me, I I try and go to the logical explanation but 
more times than not, my brain is drugged down f 50 different paths. And I, I to me, le it leaves questions. So for me, I, I honestly think that it is very much a possibility that it's a scientific experiment of some kind. Um, I guess it could be an attack just because it of it's targeting specific people. But just to point the fingers at Russia, I, I like you had said earlier about war, to me that sounds like they're trying to use that as an excuse to attack Russia. Right. Um, but I, I don't know. I, any other thoughts on your end? No, I mean, not really. I think... You know, in, in cases like this, I think it's poor, important um, to keep an open mind as to what's exactly happening. Because I think in the majority of these types of situations, uh, what we think is happening isn't actually happening. And what is happening could actually be going one of two ways. Either A, it's simply a medical condition that unfortunately is affecting individuals who are probably around certain things they shouldn't be around very long or B it's much more sinister than what we even talked about tonight, uh, which is scary. So, mm -hmm. you know, I, I think the, the big thing is uh, for those of us on the outside looking in, we have to remember that there is a distortion in the glass. You know, you look through glass, it's not the same walking outside and seeing the world clearly as it is looking at it through a window, especially a dirty window. And unfortunately, this window is extremely dirty based on all the things we do know <laughs> about the US government, the Russian government, the Chinese government, pretty much all the governments, uh, and the amounts of the amount of corruption that there actually is uh, between various torturing uh, facilities and devices that they have used on people. Uh, and everything in between, it's just, it's a mess for sure. Yeah. All right, folks. Uh, definitely tell us what your thoughts are, because uh, I would love to hear your guys' feedback on this. It's something that was very off the wall, uh, and, and I thought it was interesting that Eric came across this, seeing as we do what we do. Uh, but... Uh, Leave a comment in anywhere that you're listening, and you can also email us. Uh, just go to newlanternmedia.com, and you can just click on that contact button. If that's where you're listening from, it makes it even easier. Uh, but just make sure you're checking out Paranormal Heart, uh, Beyond Reason, The Truth Fox, and Let's Talk About It, and, of course, Paratruth Radio. So until next week, folks, where you'll find us same time, same channel. My name is Justin. And I'm Eric. Peace. This is
Hello, and welcome to Novel Conversations, a podcast about the world's greatest stories. I'm your host, Frank Lavallo, and for each episode of Novel Conversations, I talk to two readers about one book. And together, we summarize the story for you. We introduce you to the characters, we tell you what happens to them, and we read from the book along the way. So if you love hearing a good story, you're in the right place. Our ninth season is coming this fall. Tune in to hear from some of the all-time great authors, Charles Dickens, Jules Verne, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and more. Subscribe to Novel Conversations wherever you listen to podcasts.